From the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's What the Job. I'm guest host Joyce Yu. I think that people often imagine their work search as a linear process from point A to point B to point C. But what we've come to realize with research and just from working at the Career Centre and anecdotal evidence is no one person has ever successfully gone A, B, C, D. In fact, lots of people will go A to C, D to B, they'll go back and they'll go forward. The key piece is how you frame those experiences. In this mini-episode, we talk to Charlotte Ray from the Career Centre. Charlotte has an in-depth knowledge of the current employment landscape and works directly with employers who are hiring. She's here to talk to us about who is hiring, what industries have grown that might come as a surprise, and what type of skills are currently in high demand. She also gives us a few examples of how we can reframe our skills in education to fit the type of job that we're applying for. What's your name and what's your job? Hi, my name is Charlotte Ray. I am the recruitment coordinator at the University of Alberta Career Centre. So today is May 25th, and right now most of the world is in quarantine because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic has had a profound impact on the economy, and there are more people than ever looking for employment. But is it all doom and gloom? What do you want to say to new grads who are looking for work? Well, first and foremost, looking for a job was already work to begin with, with or without the pandemic. So the added circumstances that are happening right now across the world just make the work a little harder, but it's not impossible. And what have you observed in terms of uh, the number or type of job postings on the campus job board? So there is still a steady um, input of jobs from employers. They do center around a few specific fields. Um, And I can go into more detail in a bit, but most importantly, it's going to be work that is essential to the economy. So we've all heard that term, it's essential workers, or work that can be done entirely remotely. Earlier, you were saying that uh, there is still uh, work that's, um, there's still work that's being posted. Uh, How would you advise grads in terms of what to look for if they're not exactly looking for the um, or the jobs that are coming up aren't exactly the ones that they're looking for. Yeah, I mean, that's a a regular question we get at the Career Center, even without the pandemic. But first and foremost, it depends on the platform that you're looking for work. So if you were going to look on Campus Bridge, which is the Career Center's job posting page, you can start to filter things down by your degree. So you could say you're only looking at jobs that require someone with your educational background. That's one way to start looking at jobs that you might not have thought of. Another way is to look at the boards largely. So just to skim through all the different positions and find a location that works best for you. So maybe you're gonna find work that you didn't think you were even applicable to, but it's happening remotely and you can definitely do it based on the qualifications. There are clusters of jobs that are being posted a lot. So there's the usual suspects, things that we've been seeing already, software developers, full stack developers, IT consultants and specialists. Those are always readily available because you can do them remotely. Medical professionals are getting regularly posted as well. So these are ones that we said are essential. Nurses, pharmacists, dietitians, physicians, uh, even med lab technologists. But outside of that, because not everyone has a medical background or a software development background, business to business sales is absolutely booming. So these are companies like like Zoom, uh, but smaller. And so they need folks to cold call or find other folks to purchase their software. So these positions usually require people with knowledge in maybe business administration, or they're just looking for someone with great communication skills. 
And you mentioned um, that there are a lot of there's a lot of growth right now in um, in both the essential services and uh, and also in the medical field. Are there any other sectors that have seen some growth that you wouldn't have expected? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if I think not-for-profit sectors teeter along the line of essentials, so they have been booming. E4C, Edmonton HR Cluster Group have been posting quite a few positions because those are ongoing and there is funding for those. So those have continued to post. If not, there's more. Um, online retail, maybe yeah. that, maybe people know, maybe they don't know. I mean, Amazon is clearly hiring. Um, but online learning is the most um, surprising to me. Um, this is both remote learning. So say there is an institution that needs an English teacher and they have students in China. So these types of jobs I've been seeing a lot more of, uh, remote teaching, you could have an ed background, you could not. Mm -hmm. There is also a lot more work for international teaching. Obviously travel is still, uh, I believe it, is it suspended or it's going to be lifted. International work, um, that's at your own risk if you would choose to do it, but there are a lot of institutions in China and other parts of Asia looking for teachers who will teach English. Um, the last one that's most surprising to me is entertainment. So okay, that makes I'm sense. sure we're all watching a lot more YouTube, um, yeah. but like esports streaming, YouTube, video game design, these have all become popular new areas to work in. Mm -hmm. um, that's really great to know, especially since, uh, like you say, not everybody would have those technical skills or, or medical background skills. Uh, in terms of that, what skills are uh, in high demand right now, other than those, the ones that are currently very essential, but even going forward when the pandemic is starting to ease a little bit, um, but going forward in the economy? I think that with each different type of job, there will be specific skill sets there's looking for. But no matter pandemic or not, transferable skills are always going to be important. So first and foremost, I'm seeing a lot on communication, whether that's communicating like we are right now in a virtual environment, or that's communication in a written text. Um, communication in itself has always been important and now more so being able to convey your message clearly and quickly. Um, the other one is just flexibility and adaptability. A lot of jobs now are, they'll mention in their job posting that they're looking to hire and you can work remotely, though eventually you will have to transition into their office spaces. So that's already asking someone who is going to be hired on to be flexible to a changing work environment, as well as adaptable of working from your own office to now an office with, you know, five or 10 people. Um, could you give an example of how people could reframe their skills or education in a way that is appealing to hiring managers right now? Mm. That's an interesting question. Um, well, I mentioned the word transferable skills. And so one thing is to look at your education and think to yourself, did I ever do a group project where mm -hmm. I led the project? You know, part of that leadership can also be written into a, um, a resume. It's not necessarily a paid work experiences, but there are creative ways that you can write in your educational experiences into your resume. Um, I don't have time to go into detail about like how exactly you would do that, but I know the Career Center does have resources on how to better describe um, certain non-paid experiences in a resume. Um, if you could give one or two pieces of advice to new grads uh, looking for a new job, what would you say? Um, the first and most important piece is that the circumstances right now are difficult. So 
there are definitely things that we can do to help enhance our work searches, but it's also key to remember to do what is within your control and within your capacity. Sometimes there just aren't certain jobs available and don't make yourself feel bad for not being able to apply or not finding them. Now, that being said, there are two key pieces that you can be doing during that time, and that's networking and potentially volunteering. So networking can mean anything as small as I'm going to send an email out to an old colleague from a part-time job I had many years ago, or it can go all the way to I'm going to network on LinkedIn by creating a profile and finding like-minded people, letting them know that I'm looking for work. Volunteering could be as simple as um, on campus, there's Unity, which is a University of Alberta community social work team initiative where you can just like have a chat with someone. Or you can volunteer by going to volunteerconnector.org, which is a website that has these opportunities and finding something a bit more substantial. By networking, you're letting people know that you're looking for work and you're surrounding yourself with people who could help you find that work. And by volunteering, you're finding a time and a space to maybe grow skills that potentially you, maybe you don't have these skills or you just wanna build up your resume. Uh, so something that I've heard from some people who um, may not have gone into, into the field that they were hoping for is that they worry that they might not be able to transition back. Are you able to uh, debunk that for them a little bit? I think that people often imagine their work search as a linear process from point A to point B to point C. But what we've come to realize with research and just from working at the Career Center and anecdotal evidence is no one person has ever successfully gone A, B, C, D. In fact, lots of people will go A to C, D to B, they'll go back and they'll go forward. The key piece is how you frame those experiences. Um, So just from my own personal experience, when I graduated from my BA, I was actually a swim school teacher. That wasn't what I wanted to be. I didn't want to work in in a teaching capacity, but I eventually found a job after that working with the students union in student services. It was at that job that I realized I would like to continue working for the university. And so I found the job that I'm currently in. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a linear process, but what I did is I framed that experience of working as a swim school teacher as a time I built leadership skills, management skills, and communication skills. And in my interview for my role at the SU, I leveraged that teaching experience, saying Mm -hmm. that I could lead student groups because I was able to lead students through a swim class. So it's about reframing your experiences. Right. That's great. And uh, and this might be um, this might be asking you to repeat yourself a little bit. But if somebody does find work, uh, maybe doing an essential service job like uh, being a grocery clerk or something that um, may not technically be on a career path for them um, and it's not in their field and also not the job they had hoped for, what could they learn from that essential service job? I think there is something to be said about working in a stressful environment. So, you know, working at a grocery store right now could in certain ways be framed as a a stressful work environment. And so you could be going to an interview and they'll ask you, you know, tell us about a time that you worked in a stressful uh, environment or had to talk to someone in a stressful way you know and you can utilize that experience of working at a grocery store to say I remember when COVID was at its height I worked at a grocery store uh, and I often had to negotiate with customers about boundaries and physical spaces right so you're reframing that experience there's also the reality of sometimes you just needed the job for income and that is totally okay employers are not inhuman they do understand that sometimes a work experience was there for practical purposes too 
Yeah, and uh, having um, been able to uh, go to the Career Center for myself as a, as a student and as a grad, and also talking to a few um, career counselors, the overarching advice that I always hear is that no work experience is bad or that or it's wrong. Exactly. It's easy for us to think, well, I went to, I went to school to graduate to hopefully become, you know, X, Y, and Z professional. I don't want to have to do you know, I don't want to have to teach English online, or I don't want to work at a grocery store, but it's, those jobs will still bring you certain transferable skills, learning how to work for a team, learning how to communicate, working in a stressful environment, being adaptable and flexible. Those are all still important skills that shouldn't be downplayed. Yes, definitely. Um, Given how many people are looking for work right now, where should students be looking for jobs? Are there any uh, areas or websites that you recommend? There are a few, so um, obviously shameless plug, we operate Campus Bridge. So that's the University of Alberta Career Center's job posting page. Um, We do field in the job postings that come in. So generally they are applicable to U of A grads. The Students' Union runs a similar job page called Jobkin. So those are two great places to start. There's always LinkedIn. Um, People don't realize that LinkedIn actually does a really great and robust job of promoting job postings to you. And I've noticed recently in the last few years, employers actually posting their jobs on LinkedIn first. So that's a great place to start, as well as just looking for the company you want to work for and monitoring their job posting page. So instead of sort of casting a blanket uh, net, you pick the top 10 or 20 employers you want to work for and you just monitor their job pages. So like the U of A career center or the U of A has careers at U Alberta, the SU has Bamboo HR, that kind of stuff. Also, uh, my coworker, Anthony, does a live chat every Thursday at 3.30 on Facebook talking about the different jobs that are available on Campus Bridge. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Is there any advice that you'd want to give to new students, or not new students, pardon me, new grads that we haven't covered? The only thing I want to say is that there is a lot of information available right now about, you know, work search during COVID, what to do during COVID. And if they're just curious and they just don't know how to decode that information, they're more than welcome to just send us an email at the Career Center. We're all ready to answer questions. We all want to be here to support new grads. So don't ever hesitate to email us. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks everyone for checking out this episode of What the Job. Special thanks to the Career Center for sharing their expertise with us today. You can check out all of the services offered by the Career Center for students and alumni at uab.ca slash cc. And remember, if you're looking for a way to connect with your UAlberta community for career advice, check out Switchboard at uab.ca slash sboard. It's free to use and a great tool no matter where you are in your career journey. For What the Job, I'm Joyce Yu. Thanks for listening.